SAFM Sports Special with Stephen Kirker in for Brad Brown this Sunday afternoon. And uh, now it's time to cross to Kenya. And uh, we're joined on the line by Paul True, who's the new senior coach of uh, the Kenyan Sevens team. Paul, I think uh, last time I spoke to you, you'd uh, just signed off from your um, spell with the Blitz Bocker. You're now in Kenya. Probably nice to remain in uh, in Africa as well. Tell us what informed uh, choosing to go to the Kenyans, because in terms of resources, I'm sure there were perhaps other jobs where you may have been able to have more resources at your hands. Yeah, uh, good evening, Stephen. Um, yeah, I think it's um, obviously, I mean, South Africa is always going to be home, and I think I'm always going to be a South African, you know, in the heart. But, um, yeah, I think it's, uh, it's basically, you know, when I came over here just a couple of weeks ago, and I had a meeting with the players and a meeting with the board, and I could just sense, you know, there was just a connection, and there was just a certain kind of, I think, a hunger and desire for these guys, you know, to, to be the best in the world and to be better. And um, I think they've got incredible athletes. Um, and I think, you know, they can have some proper guidance in terms of, you know, just uh, technical, you know, to uh, upskill the technical, but, but and, uh, also to uh, just to become a bit more streetwise, I think, you know, they, they definitely can help free go places. That, that's one thing you also mentioned in your last time is that you had made a lot of friends, you met a lot of people, you know, you do travel around uh, the world together. You clearly had uh, some interaction with the Kenyans, and of course, being uh, Africans as well, they would have been looking to the Blitzbocker for for inspiration, and I, you know, I suppose a bit of friendliness out on the circuit, I presume that also eased the passage. Yeah, definitely, and I think it's going to be tough, you know, coming up against uh, our home team and and even like now in Dubai, and there, there might be a possibility, you know, if, if both, you know, the, the two teams that qualify for the quarterfinals. But um, yeah, I think it's uh, in, on the circuit everyone gets along, uh, in the, except for New Zealand, of course. But um, <laughs> I think all the coaches and, and all the teams, you know, they always bring you with each other, and uh, you, you become like a family, and especially within your own team. Um, but like I said, I mean, it's uh, with Kenya. I think you know, it was an opportunity to get back on the circuit. Uh, I think, you know, I, I always felt like I, I still have a bit to offer in terms of seventh. And uh, this opportunity came up, and, and I couldn't have asked for, for a better chance, you know, just to, to work with incredible people. They're really a humble bunch of, of people and, and players, and, and I've got such a huge you know, amount of respect for them because, I mean, they most of them are, are, are students, and, and they're working, so they have to, to practice, like, between 6 and 8 in the morning, and then again after 5 in the evening. So it is tough. It's a bit, a bit of a change for us as well. Uh, it's coming from a professional setup like in South Africa, so, but, but they're getting used to it. Do you feel perhaps even more pressure in this job because there is such a big gap? And let's be honest, you are a big money signing for the Kenyans. Yeah, I think it's uh, obviously they, you know we're coming in with a lot of you know, expectations. The Kenyan you know public and supporters, I mean, they read the mining. You know, I thought it was it was bad in South Africa, it's even worse here in Kenya. Um, so I think you know there is a, an expectation that uh, you know seeing that we're coming from from a fairly successful system that we should almost like repeat that kind of success you know, with the Kenyan team as well. And because you know they were um, uh, oh, just over a year ago, I mean they started from 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 12 and they finished fifth last season. I think the expectation is there that they need to now, you know, go, uh, you know, almost like track it into the top four uh, and to start the winning a tournament. Uh, since 2001, they, you know, started to play in the circuit. I mean, they've never won a tournament, only been to two finals. So I think the public is really getting in place and they really want to, you know, start seeing the team winning tournaments. So the pressure is going to be there. Uh, it's going to be exactly the same as like in South Africa as well. Uh, but you know, it's uh, there's a long-term goal as well. We're going to qualify for the Olympics, obviously. And, 
you know, in 2015 and then to become a metal container in 2016. Yeah, the, the long-term goal clearly is, you know, you, you need to have that in your focus. I, I'm guessing you haven't, you would have preferred more time before you, you hit the road for the Dubai Sevens with, with the whole team together. Yeah, we basically arrived here on Monday. We had a meeting with the players and we just hit the ground running. Um, I think, you know, we only have about two, two and a half weeks. But I don't think we're going to see an, an, an immediate impact, you know, for Dubai and South Africa. I think, uh, first and foremost, we wanted to see and just to ascertain what the fitness levels of the players are and also from the, from the game understanding if, 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 if they can fit in. So I think we're basically going to use the first two tournaments in Dubai and South Africa just to, to assess what kind of players we're working with, we can take forward, uh, and just to take it from there. But, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a big change for the players. I mean, uh, you know, I think just the intensity that we bring into the setup and, and, and the workload and the volume, it is something that they have to get used to. Um, you know, when the previous coach obviously only came in like five or six days before the event. For us, now we're now like two and a half weeks, three weeks uh, before tournament. So I think it's going to be tough for them, especially this coming week. Um, but yeah, they get used to it. In terms of having a large slice of the team that you had with you when you were the Blitzbocker, that clearly, uh, you know, helps you because you have that understanding with people. But moving ahead, it's not just about the performance of the Kenyan Sevens team on the international circuit. I, tell us about the ambitions Kenya, Kenya has to grow Sevens in the country and your role because uh, I gather you're going to be training the trainers as well. Yes, and I think that's why you know, I was almost like appointed there as performance director and you know, head coach of the, of the team. Uh, there's a big need, you know, within the union to, to grow the game and, and to grow capacity. Uh, you know, and also to have Grand Bench and, and, and Wuya with me. I think you know, it was important to have, to have come over here with the technical bench. Um, uh, it, it's going to be important over the next you know, year or two because, uh, you know, we've made a commitment to the, to the chairman, to the board. Uh, you know, when they're going to look for the next coach to come in and take over, hopefully, you know, after 2016, you know, then they can't be, you know, keep looking for foreign coaches to come in. They need to upskill and, and capacitate, capacitate local coaches. So I think that's going to be our responsibility. We need to get an academy up and running. Uh, we need to get a group or pool of coaches, you know, could come to the system, uh, you know, uh, almost like a conditioning coaches, you know, at club levels, almost non-existent. They do have a, have a very strong club culture and, it's almost like uh, their, their clubs are like our provinces in South Africa, so so they also feel like sometimes you know, they have the final say of the players. So I think we're going to take it baby steps, just one one step at a time, and and just keep growing the structures, and, and hopefully it's going to become sustainable over time. The Kenyan style, you've mentioned uh, the you know the supreme athletes, the physicality of that. In terms of fine-tuning their game, do you work with, uh, you know, the skill sets that they have, or are you going to try and create something different? Uh, it, it is definitely something something different. Uh, I, I think, like I said, I mean, they 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 incredible athletes. Um, they know they know how to run, and, and I think we just need to teach them how to be a bit a bit more streetwise. Um, uh, two things that we need to change uh, because uh, just from a defense perspective. You know, their defense were going backwards, their attack were going sideways, and uh, we would like to get them to play a bit more direct, uh, to get a bit more momentum. And they do have the players. I mean, they 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 physical players. They have size, um, so so they must just use it to the best of their advantage. Uh, so so those are completely new points to the players. And I think you know they've struggled a bit uh, this past week. Uh, almost like the entire week we only spend on defense, and the next you know couple of days and week we're only going to spend on attack. 
So we almost like, you know, need another week or so just to integrate, you know, both the tech and these things. But, uh, but yeah, like I said, I mean, we're making slow progress and, and hopefully when, when we kick up against Portugal in Dubai, then the guys will be ready. Uh, finally, if uh, you get to beat uh, the Blitzbocker and you get to beat uh, New Zealand, who by far and away have been <laughs> dominating the sport, which one would be a bigger result for you? I think I think New Zealand. Um, you know, for for, for me, it, it, it is not about South Africa and and going out there and and and, and as almost like a revenge and, and and a grudge game and things like that. But I think New Zealand. I mean, they've 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 been dominating the sport for so long. You know, with the Blitzbocker. I mean, we've, we've we've managed to beat them four or five times last season. Uh, and I think you know, for when it comes to South Africa, I think you know it's. When it comes to New Zealand, you know, for us in Africa, it must almost be like a team effort, a joint effort, you know, to make sure that we can break the, uh, you know, the stronghold that they have over sevens. And, uh, but definitely, I think, you know, playing against South Africa is going to be an emotional issue. It is, it is definitely not something that I'm looking forward to. You know, I've been part of the team for, for the past nine years as a coach and also three years as a player. So it's not easy for me and for William, for Graham and the guys here. It's not something that we look forward to. Uh, but when it comes to New Zealand, different cattle are fish. We don't always want to try to beat them, and we can have this first opportunity, obviously, in Dubai because we're in the same pool. For sure. Paul True, we look forward to it. It would be a great uh, result. Paul True, who's the, the former um, coach of the South African Sevens team, Blitzbock, he's now been perfor- appointed performance director and head coach of the Kenyan Seven team, mapping out some ambitious plans and uh, dreams for the next couple of years and leading them to the 2016 um, Olympics, where Sevens, of course, will feature 11 minutes to 6 o'clock. SAFM Sports Special. Yeah. Shortly we'll...